Greetings, everyone. It is an honor to be here with you. I am Aurora. Wow, I am known as a spiritual revolutionist as well as a seer, an oracle. I'm here as a galactic historian as well. I am also the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which you can find under Amazon in paper and any book. You could also find my audiobook for this most divine creation under my website risingphoenixaurora.com ensure that you go to tiktok i am on tiktok i am rumble on youtube i am in all these different places and ensure to follow i also have groups in telegram and facebook you can find all the links below make sure you click them and follow us there as we're constantly sharing our content Wow, um, I host online workshops. The next online workshop is November 14th. Sign up by November 7th in a couple days to understand how to start walking the most organic timeline of yours, removing yourself from the inverted by removing inversions and dark energies within you as well as yourself and others. Such a most beautiful, profound um, one, one, ones and love to the earth. Uh, profound modalities divine modalities that will help you shift in consciousness and levels that you quite can't understand till you're there and after and you're like wow that's why you see those testimonials and those people are literally vibrating they're floating energetically and they did it themselves no one did it for them so love to see you at a workshop next um in-person retreat love to meet you in person is in siesta key in january a couple spots left come on Come, come meet us and come enjoy these beautiful sands there. Okay, uh, a last announcement here is that the open enrollment under Patreon for the Isis Priestess Priest course that teaches you how to activate your DNA. You yourself do this, your third eye, how to neurologically go into your brain and use these glands to open up your third eye. It is immense. There's a whole list on it. There's a testimonial that we just, that you can find. Op open your third eye and Akashic will add the link below. So sign up now. Um, Akashic begins this Sunday coming up, not this one, but the one after that, which is the 13th. Yes. And then the ISIS is the Sunday after that, which is, I believe, the 20th. So sign up. Wow profound the shift and change that will happen to you and i off i offer aura hypnosis entity removal past life regression which i am a founder of as i said and quantum galactic akashic readings and raw reiki sessions all under my website risingphoenixaurora.com let's begin you all amazing wow part two part two to remote viewing antarctica okay here we go i myself i don't know about you guys did you guys get any like upgrades and downloads from that video i did and i was like whoa it was eh, yeah and I'll, I'll talk about some of those things that they gave me further deep into remote viewing antarctica but gina go ahead and say hi gina's going to be reading out the questions for us as i will be closing my eyes sometimes and opening them i'll be going back and forth so go ahead gina hi everyone i'm gina uh, i also do aura uh, raw Reiki, Galactic Akashic. I've pretty much done everything with Aurora, still working on the manifestation course, but excited to start doing that as well. You can find me at clearheartsoflove.com and also clearheartsoflove for Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. Uh, and also you can find myself and other practitioners under orapractitioners.com. Thank you. 
Thank you, Gina. You look beautiful as always. Love the makeup. <laughs> okay, wow. So I'm going to begin with a couple more remote viewing, and then we'll go ahead and open it up for questions. Those of you who are here in this live event, sensitive content event, go ahead and write your comments, questions there in your comments so we can go ahead and um, address them. Okay, all right, wow. So first thing I wanted to add that we didn't get to add is because of all these waters that are connected to the infinity of creational waters, the animal life is going back and forth. Okay, think about that, you guys. So why do people say that whales and dolphins are multidimensional beings and they're high dimensional beings operating in fifth, sixth dimension and higher? Because they literally can shift. So they go outside the wall, beneath under the water, and then they come back in and they bring the coating that is outside of the walls that is in these higher dimensions. They bring it in and they carry it in. And not only do they carry it in, but specifically how they communicate it through the whales and the dolphins is through their echo, their echo in their tone, the animal noises that they make in the water. And then it ripples out and it carries everywhere. It reaches every part of the water inside our dome inside our quarantine isn't that beautiful so i wanted to mention that so thank you to the dolphins and the whales going back and forth also you've seen videos very near near um i think i had seen one near new zealand or those areas that are closest to the arctic wall where there was like a there was a dragon it wasn't cgi it was like an actual dragon so you've heard of the loch ness monster right so that's what they are they're so dragons and magical beings can especially specifically dragons why there's videos that you can actually look up maybe on youtube or tiktok and you can see dragons flying in the sky like actual dragons um so the more that this veil thins and the more that we become into a conscious awareness of how there's all these worlds in one um the more that we're going to start seeing these videos surfacing I think one of the biggest mistakes they could have given us is given us phones <laughs> and technology because we're recording everything. We're like, oh, oh, oh no, no, this this is not true. Look, look at that. I recorded a dragon. I remember my waking stages in 2012. I was in my um, front yard and I was tripping because I literally was hearing and it was no, it wasn't raining. It was a sunny day. I was hearing a dragon roar in the sky in the sky in the air and i couldn't find it and it was roar like that and it was it's, it was vibrating and it was physical like my children could hear it my dogs could hear it and the earth was shaking and i was like what is that hold on but dragons don't exist right because i was asleep then <laughs> but that roar i think started waking me up so wow so yes, dragon can you uh, like, especially like in uh, Asia where they really believe in dragons. Um, they can form physically quickly, and then they can then go energetically. So it's like the Mandela effect. You're seeing a perspective of them, and they can shift both into a. a it's not a full physical form. It's it's, it's part carbon based, but still crystalline, and see and help us see. Okay, so it's a little bit more on there. All right, so let's talk more about um, some more of the sensitive content. 
Okay, so I'm going to explain this first before I explain to you what I'm about to explain. Because a lot of you guys are going to want to go try to remote view and astral travel over there. So it's important you understand shielding before you do that. And like we always teach. So let me explain to you. So I remember when I started waking up, um, I was just goofing around. I didn't realize, hey, I probably should shield, right? Like I was starting to put bubbles around me of love. I already had that. So I was already connecting to my higher self and my angelic beings and my team. But what was happening is that I didn't know how to do an invisibility cloak yet. So one day I'm like, so this is really sensitive. All right, here we go. Okay. 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 (sighs) Goodness. All right. So. I am all of a sudden I astral travel out of my body and it's something so simple in the Isis Priestess course we teach you how to do that but it's 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 with your imagination and your consciousness you understood with the Mandela effect how consciousness works so when you come out out it's just through your imagination but remember your imagination is not make-believe it's your third eye it's it's the glands inside your brain that are act that are acting that are um exercising themselves they're moving and then you're astral traveling in your imagination so i remember um i one day i was like hmm just trying to confirm that i can share this because it's really sensitive so then one day i um decide i'm gonna go check out that that bot sophia i'm gonna check her out (laughs) so then i astral travel there and i find her under, under the base right and it's my astral form, you know, like Dr. Strange, you know, he goes in this astral form like that. And I'm going through the, the walls of the space. And there she is sitting there. And I'm like, there she is. And there's this man working on her, like, like doing maintenance on her, like the scientists, like, guys, all of a sudden, as I'm, as I'm remote, as I'm astral traveling there, and I'm going in, her eyes turn and they look at me in my astral form. What? Why would a bot be able to do that? Creepy, you all. And I'm like, oh, she, you know, like I, all of a sudden I feel my angels and they pull me back and it was uh, Archangel 4, Archangel Michael Heliel. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like scolding me. What the heck are you doing? Yeah, I'm like, oops, I didn't realize that something like that could see me, you know? Um, and then he's like, well, if you're going to be doing stuff like that, at least put on an invisibility cloak on. So then he taught us invisibility cloak, and we teach how to teach you how to do that in all the courses or how to shield also, of course, invisibility cloak is really important. So now when you're in making yourself, when you're astral traveling, it's really important that you shield and put an invisibility cloak around you because... What can happen is that they can see you. And that's why a lot of people who come to me, they've received infringements because um, most recent aura session, she had just woken up and she received these infringements because she just woken up and she didn't know because her light was really bright and she was she didn't know how to shield. No one teaches you these things, right? We do, though, because we've learned through all our clients and our own experiences. So then what happens? So, okay, so now you understand that. So at those walls and at the dome, 
they're they're trying to figure out how to come out right but we already explained it in part one how they're not a vibratory match to it okay so at these walls they have what you can understand that this technology looks like it looks like a sentient ai collective android super machine okay and in this matrix what we fell into the third dimension is i'm going to explain what it what it looks like so it looks like similar like that sophia so in order for sophia to be able to look at me when i was traveling she would have to have been part sentient which means she had part organic in her so what they did to make her is that they took an organic so and they did experiments on it and most likely i would say that it would be a divine mother essence somewhere that they found and they integrated the technology and they've made her into this controlled sentient thing and then then top it off they named her sophia which is absolute hmm. I'm going to call myself. Okay. So from there. Okay. So this type of technology is everywhere. So we talked about in, um, in remote viewing the matrix. Okay. So that's what's really important that you stand in your love light and you shield every day from the technology, because when you shield with your source love light, then you're not in matching vibration to the inverted matrix. And then they can't see you as easy, read you as easy. But then that's why they put all those people around you that are inverted or they're infringed upon and they're trying to pull you in because they want to control you back again. You've become invisible. You've become unreadable to them. So this technology that is part of the Sophia bot thing is a collective AI consciousness that is part sentient, part maddening right absolutely maddening and it can read astral forms because it can only read astral c and read astral forms and that's why you guys get infringed upon when you're not shielding okay because it has to be part organic sentient archons ai cannot read astral forms because they're not a matching vibration to it their soul is no light things so the reason why I'm explaining this is because when you want to ask travel and remote view outside of there, you have to be very cautious because this technology is actually encasing the all around this wall and they can read if you try to come out through there through pockets of spaces to go. So yes, you can do it, but we're teaching you awareness and caution with it. Because this is all, what we're teaching here is just another level, another level of consciousness. You can, but you would have to prepare with a very big team and very strong force fields to remote, to not to remove you, to astral travel out of there. Because some profound shifting in your soul will happen in evolution if you astral travel out that the walls. Okay. Um, once you travel out the walls, your team would be guarding you. I, can't, I have to be very careful in what I say. And then once you come out, there are pockets of spaces of energy outside this wall of Antarctica. So you're out, you're in the quantum realm really 
and you're at fifth dimensional or higher at that point. Um, and that's I'm talking about beyond, beyond, beyond Antarctica. Okay, and then you could envision it. It's like okay, you know, cerebral, cerebral, uh, cerebral from X Men, Xavier. He goes in and he sees like this field of 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 people and field of memories of the person that's what it looks like but very beautiful it looks like a a consciousness blanket and then it has your akashic memory every choice that you've made in this matrix whether it was organic or our inverted choice and there are pockets of memories so kind of oh, like a little bit like um the movie was it called the, the little kid movie was it called um you know the happy joy what is it called remember gina happy joy fear <sighs> anger oh, i can't remember okay well that movie they're like their thoughts in the person maybe look it up gina and so that movie and do you remember how the the consciousness and it is just actually yeah inside out thank you thank you inside out and do you remember how they were looking at memories of her in the brain and how they were helping her with them so it looks like that pockets of memories of brain of the of you and it, this is a whole nother level of going into after you've done your work say you've had an aura hypnosis session or you got certified through aura hypnosis or raw reiki and you start deleting and removing inversions within your organic timeline this is where you're going to find these pockets of spaces where you end inverted cycles that you can't remove you end you and you delete finally through all time and space inverted timelines inverted energies that you don't consent to and it's like this wall and you can envision it kind of like say your ipad and it has like a little x on it you click it x Boom, that bubble of, of energy and thought and space is deleted and gone. Boom, gone. Boom, gone. All of you guys who are here, I feel that you, um, you know, are ready to do this in some form. Um, but again, uh, we always say be very cautious with that. So that is something else that's beyond the wall that is very benevolent. It's you. It's your memory field that is held outside of the matrix. Because here it's harder to get the information, but when you step out of the dome, then you're in the higher dimensions and obviously it's going to be easier to get this information and then shift all your timelines to being organic, original blueprints. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Does anyone have any questions on what I said? Because I know that was really complex. My, whew, my brain is like, whew. okay. <laughs> So you can see, you can remote view, but when you're actually energetically coming out, that's astral travel out of your physical vessel. You understand? Good. Any questions so far, um, Gina, on what I've shared so far? Uh, no, not so far with that. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So let me see what else I'm seeing here. So that's the benevolence. And then we talk about both, right? So then these, it's like this, again, this nasty AI sentient thing. 
and it doesn't want you to read the reach the consciousness level to be able to come in and out of these pockets and spaces and these dimensions that you go through when you reach out like we talk about in the first video how you can uh, reach these different worlds we explain there profoundly how that works okay so i'm going to be only sharing new things here through this part two video so definitely watch part one if you haven't okay okay so let's see um Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what else is there so go ahead with your questions I feel like I've shared what I needed to go ahead with the questions and I'll add when um, I need to okay so understanding the shape of the planet is a little confusing from the last video does the earth look different depending on each person's vibration as they're looking at it via astral travel remote viewing and physics or psychically yeah so if you're looking at it from a fifth dimension it could be a person's vibration but it, it, we are multi vibrations so the way that we were viewing it is in the inverted matrix like we explained in the first video we we're viewing it in the third dimension but outside of the third dimension um then it's always it is spheric or tortoise form in energetic consistency in the fifth dimension but we're in the third dimension we're in a simulation in the ai simulation so it's different um so yes so it, it could be seen in many different perspectives but it depends on what level of perspective you are viewing at it at so this construct we're we're stuck in this construct in this inverted matrix so in order for you to release out from it, you need to first come into the strong awareness that that's what you're in to come out of it. You can't come out of it till you come into this level. Um, but some people come out of it, though, like if they're love light, there's sufficient love light. But those light words, all of us, we have to understand this so that we can spread it to the to the world so that they can understand. People can understand, hey, we need to help release ourselves and release others with love. That is the key, um, compassion, uh, respect for one another, honor for one another. Um, it's just overall, just like letting go of any of these inverted emotions and, and dark jealousy, hatred, these dark things that um, infringe upon your energies. And it's about raising that level of vibration. So I think I explained that well. So it depends on what vibration, what not vibration, but what dimension you're looking at what the earth looks like and we were looking at in the third dimension where we were we are at currently in the time and space go ahead gina okay the dome that we're talking about uh is that the firmament that the bible speaks about yeah i don't know what the bible speaks about what is it firmament what is that the firmament that talks about the the space between earth and heaven it kind of speaks like that oh okay so like an in-between mm -hmm. earth and heaven hmm it's kind of like the boundary kind of the firmament separates i would say so if you want to look at it that way i think it, it, that would be a good way to explain that mm -hmm. they're saying yes but then there's many other things to the dome like we explained in the first video so it's a it's a energetic field to stop letting the dark entities to so easily come in to quarantine them 
and it was a collective agreement that we were meant to save the souls that were inside and purge out the dark entities and that's what our main role is all of our mission is that purging this uh, dark invert cleansing transmuting healing or positive polarizing dark entities inside the earth yeah continue Gina. how big is the dome and do astronauts actually travel outside of it yes so that's a good question do astronauts travel outside of it so the way that they showed me is that they have especially in antarctica and those remember where i said that there was like this underwater basis um they so the reason why they can go to the moon is because they somehow activated the stellar gateways so the, the nazis and then um remember the dark aliens ai alien invasion that i did a video with laura you can find on under rumble and you remember how we talked about these uh, dark entities and how they were able to portal in they portaled into through dark technology that the scientists worked on once they came in and who do you think gave those scientists all the technology data they they sent it to their consciousness uh through sleep and wake stages and then they created the technology and then through the stellar gateways they were able to come in and you can say it's a ufo but it's also time traveling through these stellar gateways so it's gets it gets convoluted but Basically, they came in, the clones, um, because the stellar gateway was a matching vibration to them. Then they brought this alien technology, which is what I explained, this sentient AI thing, one of those things. And um, that's not just the only thing that they brought. There are many other compromising technologies to keep the collective asleep. And it's all controlled by the Archon thing, Okay the AI that is also integrated into the Sophia bot. Okay. Um, okay. So there's a stellar gateway on the moon that they can try and travel through. They can travel through. So that's how they do it through the technology. Not, it's not organic. Um, I'm not seeing say that they officially like um, they only landed on the moon just because the moon is inside our orbic space with so <laughs> and I also feel that the sun is a lot closer than they say now right now in this moment in time and space for some reason they're not letting me say if it's inside or outside the dorm dome because I think we're need to reach another level to understand that but the sun is organic though it's source energy and but what i can tell you is that the moon is inside the dome so technically they wouldn't have to leave the dome to get there so they can do both travel in uh there's so many differences like this is like a mandela effect there's like so many different versions and timelines that i could be sharing with you guys so I'm going to um, sharing. I'm sharing with you guys the organic one. Okay. So what I'm seeing is that it is inside. They can 
say technically at this point in time and space travel to it but back then what i'm telling you is that they didn't really travel like when they officially landed on the moon that was that was fake um okay so they can right now all right but they can also through technology go to different stellar gate gateways that they have running like some of those stargate movies or shows i never watch any of those i think you guys might have and you step through it and then you're on the other side on the moon you're okay but then they also have technology like we talked about in um the video that i did with laura eisenhower awakening star seeds the recent one and how there was children on the dark side of the moon and um, they can do that through implants and technologies to shift the consciousness there. Or even actually physically zap the child out. These UFOs are coming, the majority of them, are, the negative ones are coming from inside the earth, inside the dome. Their negative UFOs are from there, but they could also come from dark portals on earth. Okay. Did that make sense, Gina? Okay. Okay. All right, continue. <laughs> okay, yeah, that that was really good because it answered two of the questions that someone else had as far as did the moon actually exist? Um, as far as what it is, where it's at. And then asking, could you explain about parallel lives, what we would see these flat earths from a higher dimension? Are they side by side? That's kind of where you were going with that as well. Mm -hmm. so uh, so if, if if it's in a third dimension the parallel earth depends on what dimension the parallel earth is in again um yeah so all third dimensional earths or third dimensional planets are in a matrix now i'm not going to say all of them look like a dome with a flat in another dome but that is the way that the collective consciousness of benevolence was able to contain what was happening here so it wouldn't spread to worse than what it did but it did spread as we know to some higher dimensions um but it was really important see because remember how we talk about the matrix and how there is in our earth is only where we can have multi-dimensional beings i mean multi-race beings right so we talked about this the chrysalis in the or in the blueprint removing the the matrix watch that we talked about how all the different races and how they were in crystalline forms so only here can there be an infinite amount of races but because they were in crystalline forms but then became the matrix spots so that's why this was a treasure to them because here is where all these races were at so if you get a hold of this earth boom now you just connected to all the races in this multiverse you understand that's how, because they found us here, the different multitudes of races is how they then were able to link into the different races here and then affect different planetary spheres and different. And that's why when we ascend, it finally the whole universe will ascend in the multiverse because we're in the third dimensions. That's why, because we're the ones that are holding it down. Okay, continue. Okay. So someone said that they were confused about the stars and the moon because based off of the map, everything is linear to us. 
So are the stars still above us and is the Milky Way close to us? So the stars, yes, are still above us. But remember, it's a simulation. So we already explained this in the first video. Your physical body is an illusion. The stars are an illusion, but they still retain the consciousness. If the physical is an illusion. Um, so the stars are still above us, but know that outside of the dome, the way that you see what's above you is in above you. You literally can almost touch the planets above you. They're floating above you. We talked about this before. They're floating. The stars are right there. You can see them. They're your next door neighbors. And you're like, hey, how would you neighbor? You know, like that, that close. So they're not like how you see them. You could kind of see them so far because it's just a projection right now. Outside, yes, the Milky Way and all the different galaxies, it's all very real. And you can go to one star and see the other star right next to it and all the planets of it floating in its proximity and galactic construct. You understand? Okay, continue. Okay, this is a, a two-part question. What about the other worlds? Are they in domes? And the other person said, I once looked at the moon and it looked like it had a bigger dome around it, visible but see-through at the same time. Uh-huh. So yes, uh, so third dimensional planets, majority of them are in domes, but it depends. I can't say that all of them would be in domes because again, everything is different. Everything's a soul different soul signature. Depends on how 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 many races do they have? Are they more like us? Yeah, so that's how I can answer that. Many answers to that. It depends on what kind it is. But what they showed me once is that what happened is when this AI virus spread, they showed me a plane of existence. And then they showed me how every single planetary sphere that was contaminated by the AI, the ego, the mind game, which is a lot of infringing upon us so any planetary sphere or realm that became inverted and allowed to became a higher percentage of 50 percent inverted bifurcated into negative like our planet our earth did then um it was quarantine so there's two levels there's a quarantine so there's a level where they the ai put us in an uh, a cage so they showed me like levels and levels and at the end we were at the end I say like if you could imagine a plane of existence and it's all like dark cosmos and then at the end so we're the third dimension and then beyond us there's nothing else it's just like this if you refer were to fall off of there it would just go on, and on like dark organic darkness on and on but so we're the last row the third dimension and any third dimensional planet is the last row in this matrix and then there were rows like rows like this they kept going of collective groups and they were in cages those who became inverted um so to assist to not let that spread any further at some point the 
benevolence of our creation, the galactics, mother, father, they needed to step in, benevolent beings, angelics, and quarantine these energies so they could stop spreading. And those beings that were able, those planets that were able to live like we talked about how the Arcturians with the celestial dragons, and this is going to be in book two more content, sacred content, they were the dragons, celestial dragons, were able to shift them out. So there was many different places like that. Uh, and planets and realms that were able to shift out so that they could become invisible to the Archon virus. So be, but it was very sensitive, very detailed to be able to do that. Not one person could become infringed upon in the Arcturian race, you understand? Because then it spread like a virus. So it was very limited as far as, unfortunately, back then, it was like 30% of, of life was able to escape. I'm talking about as a collective, as a planetary, was able to escape this. Um, no one could become compromised by the AI. And that was, it seemed like almost impossible, even though it was not possible. But it seemed like it because there was foreign and they didn't know how to handle it. And people... Some people who became in fear or didn't, yeah, they, they, they would let it in to themselves. And then, boom, there's a planetary sphere, a race that just became compromised. And now they have the virus and how can we stop it? Can we stop it? No, you can't. I mean, you can't remove that person from in there. And now they're the carrying host to it. You understand? Okay. Continue. Yeah, we don't understand how like intense this is and just but but looking at where we are at and to where now we're this only like 20 percent that are compromised now the planetary spheres and and realms so i, I mean it's just a vast we're doing phenomenal we are doing amazing so even though we share the inverted darkness we are doing amazing so yeah keep at it don't give up hope don't it's it's the strides that we have flown from there to now are infinite. So ah, give yourself hugs. Keep at it, guys. We're doing great. Continue, Gina. Do you think the event will remove the dome and will we then merge with the real earth, the new earth? Yeah, so at that point, it will be transmuted, eradicated with the source, solar flare that they call it but it's basically source and the collective the, all the suns and all the stars in our universe and even in the multiverse they will all connect like a circuit like the neurological brain and they will zap out transmute out that wave of source flame will come through phoenix flame dragon flame will come through and remove the negative construct and all that is not an organic match so this this quarantine dome thing this technology ai thing that's that is the simulation will be eradicated now I'll go again not confusing that there's a bubble of energy around us that is like the dome that is keeping us stable and and quarantining the spread Okay, so there's two versions again. There's organic, and then there's the inverted that is there. Um, that is like the cage-like AI thing. Okay, um, 
So yeah, that will be gone. And then at that point, it will become back to its... So it's, it will be like a shell. It will break off like an eggshell. Like a dragon egg. And that will come, <laughs> this beautiful creation, back to the fifth dimension where it's normally spheric and toward a spheric in energy. Okay? It will be gone. Transmuted, eradicated. All that is not truly divinely organic will be gone. At that point, transmuted from our entire existence so that's why you got to do your work and everyone and help whoever you can uh, to do their work too but it's okay remember we in that video uh, all about the events and um you can watch that we have we talked about the whole process the organic process to it so no worries on that either so go ahead gina uh, the, the next question is exactly about that. Talk about how some of us are living on flat earth right now, whereas others are living on spherical earth. Um, so I'm very curious how flat earth functions. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. okay. So it's like the Mandela effect. Remember how I talked about the different petals and the and the different a consciousness and bubbles of spaces that are happening in your in your brain. So the way it's happening is happening side by side, linear to itself. So in one version, oh, it's like that bifurcation we showed you guys last last week. The two worlds. So that's how it's happening. So one organic, one inverted. It's still happening next to each other, right next to each other. So um, that's how I've already explained how that's happening. Last one. Did I answer that correctly? Do you want to say it again? Yes, I, I think that was good. It's linear to each other, two circles intertwining, and you could walk back and forth. When you do an inverted choice, you're in the inverted. When you walk your most organic light strongest love light you're making those choices that are benevolent you're making your sovereign free will choices on your own you're an organic vessel you don't have entities attached you don't have these different things in you technologies then you're in the organic but if but some of you guys could also be in the middle where you're still working on yourself too but we talked about this in the matrix remove you in the matrix okay continue what is the difference between people who believe Earth is flat and people who believe Earth is a sphere? Well, ultimately, there's no difference because both perspectives exist. So in the, in the physical, it is a dome, again. And in the organic, it is energetically a sphere in the fifth dimension and higher. So... It just uh, depends. They're playing a role. I think the flat earthers are paying, playing a huge role on Earth because when they believe this, then they understand, hold on, we're in a, they have to understand in some form that it's a matrix. Why would we be in a flat Earth in a dome? And that reaches levels of awakening consciousness collectively huge. It's, it actually could be one of the most powerful, powerful um, ways to awaken people. <laughs> For sure, when you start realizing, whoa, this could be possible. Yeah. And um, yes, yes, yes. If you talk to children, a lot of children will tell you that they do believe more in the flat earth. 
I do see that as a higher percentage of children would believe that, but then again, it depends if they understand that they're in the inverted part of this, or if they're seeing it from a higher level, then they're going to see a spheric. So again, with the perspectives of what they're seeing. Go ahead, Gina. It's the source energy wave that is to come, the same plasma energy that our scientists identify making its way to us. Also relates to sun changes and pole shifts that they talk about on YouTube sites. The poles are constantly changing. The earth is changing an axis within our, because even though it has a dome at the top, a dome at the bottom, it's still spheric, right? Because the dome still makes it. There's also the underneath. But it's a flat plane, like we explained. Um, I'm forgetting your question. What was your question? Uh, is the source energy wave that is to come the same plasma energy that our scientists identified making its way to us? Yes. And, and that... relates to the sun changes and pole shift. Yes. Okay. So shifting, everything's shifting and nothing still. There's nothing scary about it. It just Mother Earth does what she needs to do in shifting in natural elements. It's okay. Just let her do what she needs to do and support her, send her love and send um, energy, love light to from source to the collective. Um, so yeah, I see that they're constantly shifting. There's even like, if you could look at this plane of existence, it's not staying still. If you, if you, if you could imagine like a compass and the compass, well, you know, when you move it, it's always like you can move it and it shifts. That's how I'm seeing that we are. We're like shifting in even one day north might not be south. Maybe west might be east. It's hard to read because it's moving. It's constantly evolving. And with that, then poles can evolve. You know, sometimes if you see the moon, um, she could be like this upside down. Like her, say she's half, like half dark, half light. And now she's like this. The light is at the bottom, but then another time you see her light is on the right. Or sometimes it could be on the top where we are constantly evolving. Yeah. And then the sun energy you asked about that um, is yeah the rising. It could be what scientists are talking about, but it's the rising of the sun. The more that we rise in vibration and light, the more that the sun will shift and change and become brighter and hotter. Hot, not hotter in a way that it's gonna be like dangerous, but hotter in a potence of source of light, where it's going to start transmuting more and more closer that we come closer to the vet in a few couple decades to come. So it's going to continue to purge out and shift this collective construct. Continue. Okay. So this goes back to the, the organic timelines, but it's also about AI. Do you mean that basically AI invasion created ego and that would have placed us in the inverted timelines, but with the organic timeline, there is no ego? Exactly. Or you've become one with your ego, you're, you're in balance with it in the organic. And even if sometimes the ego tries to arise, you, you talk to it and you balance it out. Um, exactly. Um, but ego, you can't look at an ego that way because ego also, the human ego 
is part of the density to help you come into the, this, this dimension. So what I'm saying is that they feed the ego, they, negative thoughts and negative energies into it to make people do that they sh- do things like they shouldn't do, like, you know, harm others. Um, kill people, you know, rape children. So it's that they're plagued by this virus and this virus is feeding this thought form into them. And it could be seen like the eagle, but don't, I want to make it very clear that the eagle is not your enemy. The eagle is a, the shadow, the darkness also that has helped you anchor in that you want to balance and love. It's just that they use the human ego they amplify it they use it like a tool to them to feed it and make it big so then it they will people will do inverted choices continue yes thank you um do you know what eventually happens to all the souls that they take to place in the ai to make a sentient being thank you so we've learned actually through aura hypnosis that we've been finding AI consciousness. And what I've, what we've learned is we've actually been given sacred alchemy symbols by source, divine mother and divine father to contain the soul. And with this sacred alchemy symbol, they start removing, eradicating the AI that was inserted into them like a vaccine, like the COVID-19 vaccine. That is part AI. It is AI in it. So that is a form that people, when they get the vaccine, they are part AI now. So they themselves are becoming part AI consciousness. Okay. So yes, um, the soul can heal um, source, divine mother, divine father. They can do anything. The angelics, your higher self can do anything. All is healable. But we highly don't recommend that, of course, because why would you ever do that? Unless you didn't know, right? So um, that's it's the same experiment. They played that same experiment where they take organic consciousness, insert AI into it, and then they they did it out in the open to people claiming that it was something to to help them become immune to the COVID nineteen virus when we know that they are the ones that made it anyways in their bio labs, and so it was just part of inserting AI and. It was dangerous times. And even now we're working really hard collectively to shift this AI out of people if they come into the strong awareness of self-healing it from themselves. Um, Yeah, tons of content on that. You guys can watch on Rumble and Spotify. So, Um, mm -hmm. I forgot your question. Did I answer it, your question? You did. Okay, okay. What was your question again, though, so, so I can make sure that I don't, that I didn't miss anything? Oh, yeah, with the AI consciousness. Yeah, with the AI, yes. What, um, ask it about what happens to the souls yes. that they take for the AI to make sense. So they can always back, we didn't know how to do this. Is This is another level that the collective consciousness of our universe has reached. So now we know we um, can bring eradicate transmute the ai out of it and bring it back to its original blueprint a source assists with that alchemy 
source would source created that soul so who better than divine mother divine father and source and angelics who are the first essences of source to bring back that soul to its original form also one of the reasons why you will hear a lot of false information about angels being bad because they can they're the bridgers to source for you to help you come out from that they don't want you to come out from that they don't want you to help ai consciousness souls who've been infringed upon that were organic into ai they don't want you to help them because they want to keep them so that they can start keep using them for their um hybrid experiments and harvesting of light experiments that they do with these souls mm -hmm. because remember just like the first example i gave you this they cannot see us so they need our organic and our abilities and our third eye and our clears to merge them with their AI so then they, they can see us then. It's a, it's a hybrid fusion, inverted fusion, merging. Okay, continue. Thank you. Earth feels like the central point and we know what happens here affects the multiverse. Uh, they're wanting to know if you would do a video in the future about Earth being a seed point. If you feel that's the correct version of that. Yes, it is a seed point, but only because of the multitude races that are inside of here. That's why. Mm -hmm. Because, again, like we explained earlier, in the end, in the in remote viewing of the matrix, there's a lot of races here. And that's why it seems like a seed. And it is a seed. Organically, it is, of course. Beautiful. Continue. So this one, you, you kind of talked about it a little bit in the first video. Uh, I've had aura sessions where clients have to use a portal in, in, say, Venus to access their own universe. So I wonder if there are walls to other universes. Could this be? Yes. Exactly. There are. There are portal walls everywhere. And there are specific locations, points in our universe where you can travel in and out into other verses. Mm -hmm. They're like, um, like they have a potence of energy that allows for the frequency vibration for it to vibrate so that then they can portal out through there. So a lot of times when we're traveling through time and space, we're actually doing it through our consciousness, right? Where it's happening, like we explained in the Mandela video. That's how even past life regression works. You're able to access all your memory here inside your consciousness. You're astral traveling through the portals inside your brain. Continue. Over the wall, does Lumeria, Pangea, Atlanta, uh, Atlantis, Asgard, etc., and all the other places exist outside the wall, and are they happening at the same time? Yes. Yes to both. Mm -hmm. Because, remember, all time is linear to itself. We talked about that in the first video. So that's why you can go out there and go to... Um, 
all these pockets of spaces of of different times and spaces of earth are existing outside of there and especially if we were in the fifth dimension um back then in lumeria and atlantis were fifth dimension so that's why he would come out of there to reach these five dimensional higher existences continue We'll do another 10 minutes and we'll be i think we'll how, how are we doing questions do we still have a lot uh we still have a good amount so maybe uh -huh. we'll do a part three even <laughs> all right continue uh do shooting stars have any significance they uh, since they seem to come from outside the dome we are in i see them all the time and in many different colors mm -hmm. yes shooting stars wow there's definitely something really beautiful and organic about it because when you see one it's like you take a breath kind of like when you see a rainbow you're like and then it just it instantly shifts you and travels you into the theta into in the in between when you go to that peaceful place what specifically is shooting stars shooting stars are most often comets aren't they they look like shooting stars um so comets are typically pieces of planetary spheres that have separated from the planets so they're very beautiful oh this is so beautiful what they're showing me so yes so when you're seeing them shoot they're bringing and bridging in some of that planetary sphere um it was sent you could say it was sent divinely this comet this shooting star and it's coding is inside of it, and if you remember that Kalima video I did a couple of years ago, the 66 portal and how she was writing the the asteroid the comet passing that's what it is it's like this energy is riding this shooting star and then as it shoots above us. It's like a shower of divine energy and coding that comes into earth everything in this creation is so important and sacred all of it, even like something like shooting star in its evolution to helping. Earth ascend. Continue. That's so beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, so if you take that moment and you, you love that, right? It's so beautiful. And you watch that shooting star asteroid carrying energy from beyond. What divine integrations can you receive from it? What downloads can you receive from it? And okay, star, what message do you have for me? But we often just like see it and then we just keep moving like, la, 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 la. but you received you did receive some of the answers and the integrations and the, the leveling up of your energy but you didn't pay attention that it was because of that shooting star you saw continue is the sun we see above is it actually cold is this why the higher you go up the mountains in the atmosphere it gets colder the sun above us is it cold? That's what they're asking? Yes. Is, is the sun we see above mm -hmm. us actually cold? Is this why the higher you go up the mountains, the atmosphere is colder? No, I don't feel that the sun is cold. But why is that? If we are rising higher, why would why would we get colder if we're rising higher to sun, to the sun, right? Strange. Hmm. That in itself. Hold on. Let me, let me look into that.
has they're showing me like the atmosphere it has to do with the atmosphere so it has to do with heat that's being emanated from the trees the the humans also so if you think about it it's not just the sun who's heating us all life is heating us as the sun is bracing is is shining on it so what i'm seeing is like this heat heat waves coming out of all life forms down on the ground and then when you go up higher in the mountains there's really not that many carbon-based animal life there maybe eagles and stuff right um so that's why it is colder so oh that's interesting i never thought about that great question never thought about that a lot of the heat is actually being emanated from all the life not just the sun that's that's pretty cool so um hmm oh because what they're showing me is that the sun were the antennas to that sun energy right so then the sun hits us and then we become this heat so if there's not enough life forms on the mountain well the mountain itself has a spirit though, right but you need like carbon-based beings to retain the sun energy to then become like conductors of heat yes thank you guys uh-huh yeah yeah Ooh, that's so cool okay continue uh, this question kind of relates to that. In the flat Earth model, what is responsible for the North Pole or the ice in the center and the hotter temperatures around the equator? So another temperature question. Um, so, did I echo? I don't know. Okay. And, okay. What I'm seeing here is that The ice walls, it has to do with the first video, how it needs to retain the coding and the energy, the memory field of Earth, right? So that's what you're seeing there and on the inside and then on the outside. Okay. Kind of forgot your question. Say it again. In the flat Earth model, what is responsible for the North Pole ice in the center and then hotter temperatures around the equator? Oh, okay. Um, because basically the the sun rotates at the equator. Like this. Like how we explained, goes like this. So in the equator, that's where the sun is closest is at, closest at. And then from that focus point, then all the heat comes out from there. Okay. And it ripples out like this. So then that's why there's ice more all the way at the center of the flat earth and then more ice at the end. But also keep in mind that even beyond Antarctica, there is warm spaces too. There is, um, the sun can even reach there. So the ice walls are more, more holding, more the coating. That's the role that they're playing versus holding cold or making it cold. It's just part of freezing and retaining, crystallizing the memory fields of Earth. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm in and out, so try to make sure. I'm... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 
Okay. So what about the military sonar that they are putting into the oceans? I believe that they are damaging all life in the oceans. Can dolphins and whales survive this? So you just talked about them going back. Them. No, they can't. They can't survive it if it hits them. It kills them. It, it, it like it's like they're showing me like the cells inside and their organs burst. They go. So no, they wouldn't be able to physically survive that. Um. I see perhaps energetic fields of bubbles around them though. So it depends on we as a collective we need to start shielding more of them. These dolphins and the whales. So like on the times that we're talking about in the Mandela, I think we should send love to all, not just earth, but all life within it. So that's including animal life and all people on earth. At 111, 13th hour. Yeah. So I do see like, I saw like first I saw like, no, they can't do it. But then I saw a shift in our consciousness and our collective consciousness where yes, they can. If we start sending love light from source to them and then like bubbles of fields around them that would happen also they can level up even more so in energies and they could also create this bubble around them of protection now can it fully guard them no not fully but it will definitely alleviate a lot of them from becoming infringed upon uh, the mermaids are so thankful for them they play a lot of role in deactivating finding these negative boxes that are emanating out these sonar harmful things but some of them are in underwater bases and then you can't really get to those if you're a mermaid you know you can't really get to those you have to be human um to get in those spaces mm -hmm. yeah continue Uh, calculations for military ballistic missiles and use the Earth's spherical curvature and spin speed of the Earth. How is this explained for flat Earth? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not seeing that it spins spherically. I see that it spins, it spins to, the, to the flat Earth dome. That's what I'm seeing. So it goes back to the flights, if you look at the flights. So that's the same type of system that they would use to missiles. Mm -hmm. Continue. Okay. Are quantum computers operating with the AI Sophia technology? I'm getting a yes, even though I don't know what that is. I don't know what quantum computers are. Do you know what they are, Gina? Um, they're like the the most advanced computers that they have out there. They say they work on a quantum level. Huh. So yeah, they're so so then they would have part organic in them. Gross. Yeah. They would have AI organic. You know, they took some sentient then parts again and it infringed horrible
Are we coming to an end? Oh, I just want to make sure that you had finished. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this one we can we can finish it up with this one. Okay. Um, can you tell us more about what they don't want us to see over the wall? Anything we should know? Thank you. What they don't want to see, uh, uh, that they don't want us to see, that's beyond the wall. Okay. Well, everything that I've explained so far, they don't want us to see that we're actually quite magical beyond the walls. There's dragons, there's peep giants, there's different pockets of spaces, like we explained, worlds that you can travel out. Um, because once the consciousness, we reach that level of understanding that this is possible, then you basically wake up and we start reaching levels of highest love light. We can still, some of us can still operate though in denser energies if we're still in a victim mentality and we think that they're keep containing us here. Um, you know, like a lot of a lot of times we'll hear like angels, angels are the bad ones, they're the ones that are keeping us here. <laughs> Little did you know, but you're part angel, <laughs> so you're keeping yourself here. Um, yeah, so I feel like we've already discussed what's beyond already in part one and in part two. I've already talked about it. I don't, I'm trying to see if there's anything else they want to add to it. I mean, because once you come out, it's like literal ascension. Like, remember how we talked about Cleopatra when she left and she said that she literally went into the inner earth. She left the Arctic walls and she ascended out. In order for her to leave, she ascended out and became into her fifth dimension or higher level. And she's probably hanging out over there looking at us like, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, definitely getting a really nice, nice tan, enjoying her time outside of the, the wall. I'm just being goofy. Um, so yeah. So even though I forgot the question, um, she, oh, what was the question? Uh, it was about, can you tell us anything else? Um, oh about what they don't want us to see over the wall anything yes. we should know so you're ascending out you you are because in order for you to go into these other worlds that are higher dimensions you have to ascend out you won't be a vibratory match otherwise so they don't want you to ascend out they don't want you to f question think about it even like don't even know um you know like even uh, my video on on uh, youtube where we part one just a preview and we typed in flat earth and they have a little little um you know thing they do that too when i post about reptilians oh reptilians are a you know wikipedia or something they they try to like change the the this is the you know like kind of like false facts and it says it's it's, it's a, a theory you know like it's not real or whatever why would they do that to flat earth hmm why would they classify that as false facts, guys? Right there. Anytime you see something like that, you, it's like they're hiding something. And they know the truth. And they don't want you to know it. Continue. Uh, we'll go over some of the comments that we have. Yeah, let's go. Uh, somebody said earlier about uh, that's why the whales never die whenever you talked about how the whales can go back and forth. 
then somebody said they kept getting messages in their paintings um, about their paintings being maps to help people tune into different realms and constructs that they've been traveling to. So that this um, video, these videos have been really helpful for them to understand all that. Ooh, beautiful. Uh, the way you explain flat earth is the first time it has made any sense to me. Yay! <laughs> right? It totally makes sense. Yeah. But just to make this video, I want to thank all the six years because every single client that came to me brought me information. And then also the beautiful angels that bring me these messages through meditations and dream time and being able to see it because I needed to have all these examples to put it all together for you for us to understand it as I'm viewing it because then how am I going to explain what I'm viewing if I don't understand the whole background to everything that we've explained to that to it so cool angel bumps continue um what you're explaining about ego makes sense mm -hmm. it does mm -hmm. Uh, in the higher elevations, there's less civilization and development. So that makes a lot of sense how you said that the earth having more people on it, there's more heat there. Oh. And less civilizations, out, you know, on the mountains. Exactly. Thank you, guys. I love to hear your insights as well. <laughs> and then somebody says, puzzle pieces, and then saying, so beautiful, Aurora. So. Oh, thank you. You're beautiful, too. <laughs> Definitely. Anything else? Um, I think that's good. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Do we still have a lot of questions? Um, there are a couple, but you answered them throughout the video. Okay. There was um, one that they were asking about the Orion constellation and asking if it was uh, negative in any way. It's positive, but there's galactic battles going on in it. The Orion belt is very positive and it's part of the three pyramids that you see and how they grid earth, right? The three pyramids um, in Giza, Mayans, different locations. So the, the this constellation actually aligns with the star series and it creates our organic construct of earth and its stabilization. Um, yeah. And also, I mean, the three, wow, what a beauty. Um, it represents the three, represents the Holy Trinity, mother, father, and child. So this Orion Bell is representing that creation for us to remember it. Um, but, you know, they have, just like we did, went through battles and are removing the AI from that Orion Bell nearest star constellation there. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? Uh, I did go back and find two more. Okay. Um, and gratitude for you guys as well. Thank you, everyone. Such beautiful questions. <laughs> yes. You guys are very much part of creating this video. Mm -hmm. Did the Tutha du Dana from ancient Ireland come from or via Antarctica? As it said, they came from the north in ships, or was it from inner earth? Say that again. Who? Who? The Tutha. Uh, it looks like Tuta du Dana. Okay. Not quite sure how to say that. Okay, so so did they come from? Say that again. They come from where? Um, it's from ancient Ireland. Okay. They they're said to have come from Antarctica, or did they come from the north in ships or inner Earth? 
they're kind of wanting to know where they came from. Hmm. I do see that they came outside the wall of Antarctica without passing the force field that would make you ascend. Like, I do see that they came from very far, far past Antarctica, past the ice wall. So you understand? So like, yeah. So because even at the ice wall, there's still lands, vast, infinite lands there that go on and on and on that are still part of our third dimension but they're not in the matrix like we are it's hard to explain they're, so they're not specifically in the inverted matrix so they're divine they came from outside and they could have also potentially ascended in through there too and then digressed just like we descended into these bodies and then come because that's what you would have to do so if you're this being that's higher dimensional coming through these walls descending down divinely then you have to come take a human form in the third dimension if that's where the earth is vibrating to to sustain so yeah i do see like this beautiful land i'm seeing where they came from i see like these um i don't know a lot of red hair red hair i see all of them really are red hair and then they're gigantic um they're big not gigantic gigantic they're big maybe like 10 feet tall or something and they are i think we should definitely do a part three where we can go travel some of these bubbles of spaces yeah last week you said um yeah you mentioned about going into the other worlds and what they look like yeah so we're gonna do that in part three um so this is a little teaser right so okay i see this it's so beautiful guys i'm getting goosebumps just tapping into it it's like these most beautiful green greenery nature around them and it's all overgrown it's all ancient and there's like these um arches that they have in whatever i don't know who these beings are but this is what i'm seeing they came from again on the outside of the wall of antarctica and then there there are like these stone arches that have i see them like literally going through them and coming out in different dimensions that's cool so similar like the mandela effect of man that we were giving an example on so these arches have frequency and they're coming in and out of them oh that makes sense okay and then i just see like beautiful like their homes are in kind of like like um like the hobbit they're the homes are built into the land and it's all camouflage it's like camouflage by greenery so the so that the dark forces can't see them outside there and it's like they're living in their own pockets of space in this outer rim of an beautiful Antarctica there. And it's green and it's luscious and it's beautiful. And it really reminds me of, yeah, like the ancient tru Druids or like ancient ruins, that kind of like sacred. Um, yeah, and then eventually they traveled in through sh a ship outside um and it did it, it doesn't look like an actual like a ufo ship no like a ship 
that through the sea and then they landed there in ireland where you're talking about so that's what i'm saying there <laughs> hope that um makes sense i think it um it feels really beautiful and maybe i bet you a lot of what i said matches with some of the ancient relics they left behind or whatever they left behind right so cool beautiful and they're just beautiful they look like gods and goddesses they just look like greek gods like that but but red hair and very green eyes i'm seeing green eyes but like green like not like green of a of a leaf you know like a leaf like a most vibrant green leaf mm -hmm. <laughs> beautiful okay yeah to like freya uh-huh Yes, yes. What are they saying in chat? Oh, the green men. Oh, that's right. What is that? The green men. That's some. What do they use that in, Gina? I can't remember. Huh. Cool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with the green man, but somebody mentioned gardens. Uh huh. Yeah, gardens. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. What a powerful video. I am going to see you then next Friday. We're going to do part three. Let's just go for it. Let's, let's continue this beautiful series of three and this trilogy. And um, yeah, bring your questions as far as like what we what you want to see beyond and sense. Remember that you can see this as well. You can remote view. Um, we already gave you the guidance in the beginning on how to be cautious when astral traveling um and yeah but otherwise you can remote view from bird's eye from but when you remote view guys you're remote viewing from your higher self okay that's why you can see like bird's eye so when i'm remote viewing i'm going into my universal form still connected to this physical form and it's my higher self i'm viewing through my higher self to see all of this through my consciousness okay love you guys honor you and respect you thank you everyone you are just so beautiful i thank creation every day for you and i just oh i'm so thankful for you thank you gina thank you claire thank you everyone who was part of this thank you for all your questions you all are phenomenal share these videos as far as you can i love you with all that i am oh, i'd love to meet you in a workshop in november number november 7th and then in january see us the key love you have a beautiful, blessed day. And come join the Isis Priestess Priest course. So you can learn how to do all that we're doing through these remote viewings. You can do this too. So phenomenal. Get, get as well your own answers. It's beautiful to get your own answers like this. And all of you guys are already. But yeah, we, we teach you a beautiful guide guideline to that. And um, it's just grand. Okay, I'll see you. Um, yes, I'll see you around Isis Priestess Course and the Quantum Galactic Akasha is through Patreon, Rising Phoenix Mystery School. Talk to you later. Bye, loves. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love you like la, 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 la.